word to encourage us during these difficult days. This morning, I want to read a verse from the Psalms and talk to you about the enemy of fear. We will look at the psalmist and his approach to fear. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 27, verse 1. And it reads, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? Over the last four or five months, we have watched our nation be gripped by fear. I talk to people all the time, and I'm amazed at how much the word fear comes up. I've had to turn off my TV because every channel you turn to is marketing fear. Yes, I said marketing fear. They only want to dramatize and spin things to strike fear in the hearts and minds of the viewers. They are selling fear. The troubling thing is to me is they must be getting positive feedback or ratings that say selling is well, done well and it's what the people want. Can you imagine that? It's a trap that people are allowing themselves to fall into. Well, I believe it comes down to simply trusting as the psalmist did. You see, we have to first be aware that Satan is on the loose and one of his most powerful weapons he uses against us is the element of fear. When we allow ourselves to submit to fear, we are not sharing the same mindset of the psalmist. The psalmist put it quite simply, the Lord is my light, to see things clearly. The Lord is my salvation, the one who preserves my life, the one who delivers me from harm. Then he says, the Lord is my fortress, my castle, a defense, a strong place to dwell, to lay side of and wait. He ends with a simple question. Why should I tremble or worry? Well, I would like to be able to tell you that it's really that simple. But I will be honest with you, it's not. You see, it's a matter of preparation and growing spiritually to find that peace the psalmist had to achieve, that had he achieved. You might ask, well, how do I prepare them? First, you must start with trusting the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Next, you have to begin opening His Word every day and seeking the wisdom and knowledge of Him. As you begin to gain more and more wisdom and knowledge, you will begin to understand the power that Jesus Christ has over heaven and earth and all that is in it. You will begin to learn that nothing comes as a surprise to God and that He already has a plan for whatever circumstances you find yourself in. You will begin to see things more clearly and be able to see God working in and through your life, all while building confidence and trust in Him. You will learn that trials and circumstances are part of the spiritual growth process. Now, Charles Spurgeon said this about experiencing trials. He says, trials teach us what we are. They dig up the soil and they let us see what we are made of. Another one is this. A gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man be perfected without trials. We have to learn to have the right mindset for navigating life's storms. Next, we have to seek and understand the power of meditating on His Word every day, learning also the harmful disconnect when we don't. You will begin to learn the power of prayer and the closeness you feel to the Holy Spirit. You will learn to crave that intimacy with Christ in your quiet time with Him. 
So you see, it's a process. It's not, not, not one that we just wake up one day and just simply make that statement and walk in it. We have to prepare so we can have the mindset of the psalmist. He too had to take that journey. We all as Christians have to take that journey, but it all starts with putting our faith and trust in God the Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Although they all are one, they all play a significant role in our lives. I look at the Trinity this way. God, my creator and giver of life. Jesus Christ, my redeemer and savior of my soul. The Holy Spirit, my teacher, my helper, my guide, keeping me on the path to heaven. One does not operate without the other. Therefore, my life cannot function as it should without each one providing his part. So I want to leave you with this. I have given you a bit of the process it takes to get to a place where you will find peace and comfort through any storms, not allowing fear to overtake you. But I want to remind you, you can and will fall victim to Satan's tactics if you refuse to prepare your heart and mind in the truth of God's word. You must understand that even Satan understands our weaknesses and surely he knows where to attack us and fear is probably one of the most common to humanity. So it is his most likely target. But when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we have this fortress surrounding us, protecting us. Look at 2 Thessalonians 3.3 tells us this, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and he will protect you from the evil one. We must understand and accept this truth. We cannot do this on our own. We all need Jesus Christ to protect us from the evil one and the evilness in this world. It's up to each one of us to prepare our own hearts and minds for the attacks of the enemy. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are such an amazing creator, life giver and savior, and wonderful helper and protector. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to guide us on this path toward you. Lord, it is my prayer today that everyone with an earshot of my voice today will no longer be deceived by the enemy's weapon of fear. Lord, I pray that they will make a choice to trust you, understand that you are the mighty fortress surrounding them and protecting them until your return. May they live each day forward, living in peace, knowing that they have nothing to fear but fear itself. Understanding the bondage that it places on everyone who gives power to it. Please, Lord, rescue them from the grip of fear and put them on an everlasting journey of peace that only comes through you. It's in your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. We invite you to join us again each Monday through Friday right here for Let's Talk. Check us out on the web at bfcsebring.com to learn more about us and our church family, and you can find all of our service and information there as well. If it is your desire to watch service from home during these difficult days of social distancing, check us out on our live stream service on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. on Facebook or YouTube Live under BFC Family. So thanks again, and have a sunshine-filled day.